0: welcome to another episode of Hughes Interviews. I have with me today Olivia Charalambas. I hope I didn't butcher your name. <laughs> you so, said it right. You yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I won't be saying it again for the rest of the day. So. Well, uh, I have with me Olivia, who is a actor, singer, musical theatre performer, as well as produces her own uh, online content channel, the OC Project. So we have lots to talk about tonight. So. First of all, I want to talk about Livestagram, your upcoming cabaret in November. Yes. So, um, is this, this, uh, I'm guessing is in the line of the Live for Cunningham or the Live for Eurovision, which we'll touch on in a bit. Yeah.
1: So it is, it is along the lines of that is, um, roughly the same character, uh, which is myself, but it is a heightened version. So Mm -hmm. it is along the same lines as that, uh, but just a stage version and a little crazier.
0: Great. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun, actually now you did a little showing of this recently yes uh how long did that uh show go for? so
1: it was a one night show uh it was fifty minutes uh it was through front and center productions uh chambers music
0: awesome yeah. and so did that was that like a good almost like you know out of town try out for the big actual cabaret Are you gonna change much? did you get much feedback or you know even just the audience reaction did yeah. that inform you of things you need to tweak or was it it all good well I'm perfect you know I I actually don't even need an audience
1: um no I to be honest uh when this all came about I didn't actually know that I was going to take it further it was kind of a one night opportunity see what happens and before I'd actually performed I'd already um approached Butterfly Club so I'd already kind of put my you know foot in there was like okay i'm doing it butterfly club and that's kind of it and you know i've got to make this show work so in my mind i was creating the show for front and center but uh had bigger plans for the butterfly club Mm. so it is going to be pretty much a completely different show around the same uh storyline and vibe but it's uh yeah, it's going to have a bit of a, a facelift between okay. uh, when I've, you know, last done it to November.
0: Are you going to um, bring in any outside eyes to collaborate with it or are yes. you just going to use your own Yes, Lots
1: judgment? of people are involved. <laughs> so very lucky. I've got Harrison Prowse, who's kind of my right-hand man.
0: Great. Um,
1: so he is a little bit of everything. I'm an assistant. Uh, Producer, kind of, you know, my second pair of eyes. Um, I've got Daniela Boati who will be musically directing.
0: Oh, amazing! Which is
1: great. So I'm very excited about that. He's got some brilliant ideas, and I'll definitely get Chris Parker in to uh, have a little look Uh, and uh, my friend Remy Noonan who'll be doing some choreography for me as well. Jeez friends are
0: in all places. eh? Oh yes. That sounds amazing. Well with that kind of collaboration I'm sure it's going to be absolutely outstanding so I'm very excited to see it. Uh, Now for people who are listening and who want to see it uh, it's on November 15 to 19 at the butterfly club and are those all evening shows yes they are seven o'clock seven o'clock so that's nice you can pop on over after work get some nice dinner or drinks in beforehand so you're in a good mood for the show uh now if you want to keep up with that is there an instagram or a facebook page so
1: you could follow me at olivia sharra but if you want more direct uh you know info info on the show i'd go to um the oc project on insta or facebook
0: Great. Well, yeah. that's pretty easy then. So while we're talking about the OC Project, yes. uh, now, a couple of outstanding little productions in the previous <laughs> years, uh, most notably probably the Live for Eurovision or the Live for Cunningham. Now, uh, how did what, what started the OC Project? Was that a thing you, you thought about while you were at NIDA?
1: Kind of. Uh, in third year, uh, someone said to me, you should make your own work. <laughs> And I thought about it for the first six months of third year and thought, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to do this. And I I kept having these interesting interactions with people on public transport. So I wrote a series about the interactions that I had with people. Uh, it was called M10, which was the the bus line that I used to catch to NIDA. Um, and then... I kind of went through this phase where I wasn't sure how I was going to be able to do it money wise with, you know, having a bus and all of that. Mm. So I put that on hold and I did a, um, a short course on filmmaking for actors, um, with, uh, Oh no, I don't remember her name. So I won't say, (laughs) (laughs) um, but that went really well. Uh, and that kind of inspired me to keep writing, keep making my own work. I wrote a, uh, 10 episode web series which is still in the works it's been a few years that needs a lot of time and, mm-hmm. and money and people for that one well,
0: um they certainly take time
1: yeah they do so that that was in the works and then i went overseas and saw book of mormon and that's when kind of live for cunningham happened uh and so i decided to start with a small project and work my way out to the big one mm. and so OC project was born after many different names that I went through and settled with OC
0: and it was just enough time in between the TV shows yes yes because
1: <laughs> <laughs> just enough time to uh, launch myself again and, yep. and launch the OC so uh, yeah and then I started Cunningham and it kind of went from there.
0: Mm, yeah amazing and so uh then your next stop off stop off it's not like it's a bus um (laughs) was the live for eurovision yeah so i i think you mentioned the idea behind this one was that it was almost like a bid to be the australian performer for eurovision did you get much traction with the higher ups or the selectors not really
1: uh i have to say that uh live for cunningham took off a bit more i had a lot of um A lot of people watching from america so i had the book of mormon team in america actually um helping me they promoted me a lot i jumped on their snapchat i did a um takeover for them so that was a really great i had a lot of traction from them but with eurovision was a bit of a slow burn i have to say more people locally um watched a lot of music theater you know friends and friends of uh but that was kind of it it wasn't it wasn't as big Mm. as i had i'd planned but uh in saying that, I still got, you know, the recognition that I was after. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then you build yeah. up
0: to the next one, which I believe I'm yeah. not, not allowed to say. You're allowed
1: to say. I think the
0: next one will be Live for MasterChef. Yeah, that's right. So it was supposed to
1: happen this year, but it just got too crazy and Livestagram kind of has taken over. So...
0: That's for next
1: yeah, year. Yeah, Live for MasterChef is definitely on its way. <laughs> yeah, that will be
0: a great one. I'm very excited. Very excited to see that, especially after a roommate actually got me into it for the first time. Oh, ever. there you go. Yeah, you probably know yeah. more than I do, though. So. Probably not. I've watched two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough for me. Uh, so, uh, we mentioned Nida earlier. Now, yep. that's where you did your acting training. That's was it correct. the musical theatre course as well, or just the straight acting? So, course?
1: I did the straight acting course, but I did also the music theatre course. So, I was the first year to do that. There were six of us that did. So we had a a year level of 24, but there were six of us that did extra subjects. We did a musical here and there, extra singing lessons. So the acting, you know, the acting students do get a bit of music theatre. We just got a little extra love in that field, and and we come out with pretty much the same the same training as them. We probably get a little bit more, a
0: little bit more, a little bit (laughs) (laughs) bit more bang for buck. So talk to me about that. Was um, Nida always the the dream uh, course growing up? Was it something you were striving for the whole time while you were in high school?
1: auditioning, it was more, uh, I thought it was never going to happen. So Mm. I had my eyes set, you know, on Whopper or VCA thinking, they're probably more achievable for me because I'm a little music theatre girl, um, even though I'd love to be a straight actor. So it was, I didn't think it was actually achievable, but I'd, it just worked out the other way around so yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what the the process for that is ridiculous isn't it it's just call yeah, back up and call it back is up and call back.
1: it's a long one so I know it's changed since I've been there but it is um you know you have to have three monologues and if you're doing music theater you have to have a couple of songs up your belt and it just it, it's on and on there's a few days um the callbacks are a mini workshops uh little acting lessons and you know I to audition again, just to have that experience mm. in front of the panel, is something really valuable. So, I really enjoyed, you know, my audition process and all of that. But it was it was a it was a long few days. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I was imagine. pretty
0: dead by the end. So, talk to me about how you were feeling when you got the phone call or the yeah, email. Yeah, or... I was
1: actually in Sydney. Oh, um, I was going to see Uncle Vanya at um, Sydney Theatre Company. And I was—I just arrived. I was at Central Station and it was about 9 o'clock in the morning and I got a phone call and I had no idea what the person was talking about. And so I thought it was a joke. I thought someone, I thought my sister had called me and was just playing this prank on me. And I was like, this is horrible. How dare you? And she's like, I'm serious. You are in NIDA. I was like, oh. And then I started crying. So, you know, Mm. it was just a hot mess at Central Station. So it was amazing. It was a great... Kind of, um, yeah, great phone call. But it was great because i was seen, you know, seeing a lot of um, alumni that night uh, performing in Uncle Vanya. So it was a great little thing, and I definitely and had could a see tear them there. After to
0: be like, hey, okay,
1: yeah, it was great.
0: <laughs> uh, so how was the courses? I'm guessing as most. It was pretty full on at moments. You definitely yeah, got that roller coaster kind of vibe going on. Yes, but overall, uh, a really fantastic experience. Oh yeah,
1: I, you know, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. It was, you know, the best three years of my life. And I know a lot of people don't say that about drama school, but I had a great time. I met amazing people and friends, and and I don't think I could do what I'm doing now. OC Project would be wouldn't exist without Nida. So definitely grateful that I mm. went and I had a great time.
0: Amazing. Yeah, well, that's always good. To hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you. I'm guessing you caught the acting bug early because you were mm. young epony yeah that's right in, um lame is so was that the thing that triggered your acting or you as a, even as a tiny little kid that was what you wanted to do yeah
1: i've always known um yeah. but I've, it runs in the family so my um elder sister lisa marie parker she studied at vca started classical voice Uh, and so we were singing around the house when I was really little, there's videos of me singing aspects of love somewhere. (laughs) Um, I think I was about two or three years old. So I was exposed very early. Uh, and my sister couldn't believe that I had perfect pitch at a young age. So took me to the cattle call, the kids audition for Les Mis. And I was five and a half then, and then did it at six years old. So since then it was... Like, okay, well, this is what I'll do. <laughs>
0: I'm locked in. Well, I'm now. Locked in. But I, <laughs> I, I um
1: did have the choice. If I didn't want to do it, I didn't have to, but mm. I forced my parents to let
0: me continue. So of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how's that? I mean, lay Miz for your first
1: show. Yeah. Look, to be honest, there's bits that I don't really remember. Um and you know, when I mean, you were taking moments out of Lifstagram here, but uh, <laughs> I did I did have an interesting uh start to my career because mm. I actually was uh I understood what rejection was quite early. So I was originally cast as Cosette. So young Cosette gets to sing Cast on the Cloud, which is, you know, iconic. Um, and Eponine doesn't say anything. She's, she's I think she's got a there, new line cool. or a new singing line in the new version, but not when I was when I was in it. So I, um, I was cast as Cosette, mm. but I couldn't lift the chair. So I'm, I'm really short now. You can't <laughs> see me, everyone. But um, I'm five foot one, so imagine me six years old. Very small. Couldn't lift this chair off the table and so they demoted me to Eponine. Because you
0: couldn't lift couldn't a chair. Because I couldn't
1: chair and no. I was very small. I was six years old and so I learned that very early on what it's like, what's going to happen in this, in this industry. Uh, yeah. So I remember that moment very specifically and saying to my mum, why am I not going to Sydney and doing publicity or why am I... Why don't I get to sing that song anymore? So I remember that, but you know, for the other bits that I remember, it was such a fun experience, and I'm really glad that mm. I was exposed so early because it definitely gave me the bug
0: and gave you the, like the drive. For Absolutely, sure. yeah. Amazing. And then, so uh, I was also in my research, yeah. and discovered that you were in Spring Awakening straight out of high school. yes. how was that? That's amazing
1: yeah that was um just ticking <laughs> <laughs> just tick all the boxes uh that one was amazing i uh saw it in new york the year before um i think i was about 16 17 then and i remember saying um to my acting teacher because i went with an acting group at center stage and i said to ian white i'm going to be in that show it's going to come to australia i'm going to be in it and he said okay cool good luck year after <laughs> i was in it so i was pretty lucky um and I got it just before I'd finished school so I knew that that's what I was going straight into so pretty young I was very green yeah. I learned a lot about myself about the industry and how it
0: works and it's a pretty you know full on show to be doing was. it it was it was
1: I think it was um yeah it was definitely eye opening there was you know obviously you know you know so much as a teenager and you think you do and then you're exposed to this incredibly raw show and Mm. so it was definitely uh confronting at times and I had a lot of uh I had a lot of trouble you know digesting every night so I think it was good that I went into training because I learned how to switch off that actor brain of this isn't real life i'm playing it playing a character so yeah yeah it was leaving
0: your work at the stage draw.
1: absolutely which i didn't quite understand at that age so no, understandably yeah so it was really very <laughs> that i don't know <laughs> no. i don't think so
0: i didn't <laughs> um well yeah, that's amazing so spring Wait, how long was that experience for
1: so i think uh, I didn't actually. I didn't go to schoolies because I got on a plane. I went, was gonna say, yeah, did so you have to
0: take it easy on schoolies.
1: No, I didn't even go, so I finished exams. <laughs> I did a dance concert and I was on a plane in rehearsals. At the end of uh, it was two thousand and nine when I graduated, and then you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So yeah, so you were the same age. Uh, December was Funny rehearsals, though. and then we finished up the show about March. So it was oh, a few, wrong. yeah, a few months of rehearsals and and living in Sydney. I was first time at home so <laughs> it was pretty young but oh, wow, wow. yeah so it was a very it was short but it was it was long enough
0: well it's I mean yeah. it's a great show to be doing absolutely yeah, for any length of time oh of course and so once you graduated NIDA yes. you've also done a few musicals since then yeah um now I'm going to touch on the ones uh, that are from you know already been done in America first yep. and then we'll get on to the yeah. one where you got to create a character uh, now, Dogfight and Twenty One Chump Street. Yeah. Uh, you wanna to talk to me about those? I mean a Lynn Manuel show and then um the Pasek and Paul like iconic little yeah. show. How are they?
1: Oh, incredible. I mean, Rose is a a role of a lifetime. Mm. So I was really, really honoured to play Rose last year and tell a story and a version of the story that I thought was really important, which, you know, I'm I'm a pretty strong, you know, hot headed ethnic woman, so <laughs> I, I thought, you know, to show Rose not as this, you know, whimpering, weak woman that falls for a man. It was about, you know, standing her ground and, you know, telling this really important story. So, I, I learnt a lot about myself as a woman doing the show and as a performer, so I was really grateful for that opportunity um, to and to sing such amazing music. It's so beautiful. That's she gets so, so many crazy. beautiful songs and, mm. and they're all amazing singing and acting challenges. So it was a great little way to kind of welcome me back to Melbourne after being in Sydney for so long. So it was great, great little uh, hello and welcome back, back, Lib.
0: Everyone (laughs) take notice. Yeah, and then 21,
1: yeah, was, um, I mean, who doesn't love Lynn's music? It's so forward and, and fun and... I mean, I, you know, obviously love to be in Hamilton, hint, hint, but, uh, it over. <laughs> please guys. Um, I'm the kin, guys. i guys. <laughs> yeah. white,
0: <It's> about all <laughs> I can There you go. Do. You can go for that.
1: <laughs> uh, see you there. So yeah, it was, it was great to get a little snippet of, you know, Lynn's work and especially something that was a true story mm. and doing the research into a podcast, which is my new found favorite thing. I'm so obsessed. Yes. What we're yes, doing right now. Which is so awesome. Uh, so it was really great to bring a real character to life and mm. then, and find my own version flavor of Naomi. Mm.
0: Yeah. Put your own little spin on it.
1: Absolutely.
0: Amazing. So, well, that, uh, so the, those are the, some of the shows you've done before. Now talk to me about doing the gathering, which yes. was a brand new Aussie musical that you got yes. to work very closely with the creatives, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the writers, in fact, um, throughout the process. In fact, I think. From when I was there on the first day to maybe the fourth day, I think you're on the third version of the script or something yeah, it was like crazy
1: We were going through going through them really quickly um it was really interesting the auditioning mm. uh for for the show i didn't I didn't know kind of what to expect, and you know we got bits and pieces of the story and so you know, I'm a very big believer in dreaming about my character and my story. Um, so when auditioning and then receiving the role, we didn't have a script. So I was, you know, conjuring all these ideas of who Mia was and, and how she was going to fit in this world. And then we got a script and and it kept changing and which was great because I mean, I really love to play with things and and really find every detail about a character. Um, love that. I love mm. being the detective. So mm. it was really fun and it was great that it wasn't all given to me. It was, you know, if I had an idea of who I thought Mia was, you know, um, Belinda and Will were really open to to finding who she was with me and mm. and with the other actors as well. So it was a really warm experience, great group of uh, actors and creatives. That was just one big conversation to making the best piece that we could.
0: Mm. Yeah. And then I mean it was it was a fantastic show to see in all its glory as well. Yeah. I mean, how was it doing it at Forty Five downstairs? I and mean, what a oh, bunch Amazing. Of
1: oh, with, so. it was a great group of people and I couldn't ask for a better cast. Sorry to the other casts. I do love you, but it, this one was very special. Uh and Forty Five Downstairs is amazing. Amazing venue.
0: Except for those bloody pillars.
1: Yes, those pillars. But you know, it did make, make for some fun. You know, we weren't sure if we we're gonna bump into them, you know, from night to night. Lights out here. Yep, we go. It was interesting. But um it was a really fun, warm space to be to be a part of. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh it's just yeah. Well, that's fantastic. It's good to hear that. You know, just the creative side of the acting of like being able to have that conversation with the creatives about the character. Yeah. Because obviously, the person, the peak persons, people who know the most about it would be the writers, and then the person who is discovering who they are. So it's so fantastic. Yeah. So here's to more new Australian. Yeah, absolutely. Fingers crossed. And on that, actually, I think you're in another one. Yeah. That
1: one. Motor Mouth Love Suck Face. Mm -hmm. It was a crazy musical. I think. Um. The musical kind of sums me up as a creative. It was just nuts. Um, And that was – I had so much fun. It was written by Anthony Crowley, uh, who I think is a genius um, and very underrated in this country. So it was such an honour to be part of the show, and it it has gone through many lives before Mm. me. Uh, So it was interesting to – to be able to bring my own flavor to it but also have to honor you know what had been done before me and and the writer's intentions. so and having him there because he directed it as well was was great so I could pick his brain and Mm. we could find the best Blasco Tupper that we could and it was one of the yeah it was one of the best roles I've ever played (laughs) so fun
0: um, so you're not only a musical uh, aficionado, you've also done a little bit of TV and yeah. stage. Do you want to talk to me about some of your favourite experiences in that?
1: Yeah, so um did lots of lots of plays at uni, so that was amazing experience. A lot of devising as well, mm-hmm. which has then obviously influenced who I am now um, and what I'm doing. Uh, bits and pieces of uh, guest work. On, I did Jack Irish a couple of years ago, um, bits and pieces before when I was a kid. Um, and, and I just recently shot underbelly. So
0: all of the new, yeah. Oh, so it's I'm
1: not chop- sure I'm to chopper. Throw. What? Oh, I didn't see it. It's, <laughs> <not bad. laughs> it's online somewhere. So yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was a great experience as awesome. well. Yeah. So, um, I, th- I think it's next year. So, um, at yeah. This point. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there briefly, but um cheering chopper on oh. and yes, with a low <laughs> cut. It's, it's very saucy. <laughs> of
0: course. <very> underbelly. <laughs> well that's good um and so you know here's a little section that i've just introduced uh, recently which is called dream either shows or wow my words sorry (laughs) dream shows or characters so absolute dream show is
1: oh okay i'm not gonna say book of mormon because you're all expecting it (laughs) um i'm gonna be cliche and say hamilton at the moment
0: hamilton yeah a particular role in there
1: I want to play Hamilton.
0: (laughs) Live for Hamilton. There you go.
1: Yeah. That could be the next one. (laughs) Please.
0: Lynn, are you listening? You better be listening. Please. Um, So amazing. And and so apart from Hamilton, do you have a dream role?
1: Uh, It's a weird one. And again, it's a boy, um, but Macbeth.
0: Macbeth. Oh, Oh, yeah.
1: We'd love to play Macbeth yeah it's a great role Such but if I had to pick a woman look it'd be Lady Macbeth she's Lady pretty Macbeth. amazing she's as well. pretty yeah I mean,
0: yeah. Shakespeare knows how to write those oh
1: yes things. yes yes
0: yeah I mean there's a reason we still do his work <laughs> of course all the all this time uh, later amazing so um, you mentioned earlier yep mm-hmm. now this I believe came about out because you want to be an Instagram star yourself. <laughs> so if you want to follow Olivia, you can on uh, Olivia Shara, mm-hmm. mm. which is uh, easier <laughs> part of your last name <laughs> to, uh, spell, and I'll put that into the bio so you can find it in there. Now, uh, follow along. She has some absolutely outstanding stories, very entertaining during the work day, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, have you got anything exciting apart from Instagram coming up? I believe you're doing kids' theatre as I well. I am. Okay. So
1: I'm doing another original Australian work uh, called Sunny Ray and the Magnificent Moon mm. uh, through an Arena Theatre Company. So it's a gorgeous uh, 45, 50-minute show about the sun wanting to party with the moon it's all original songs um by daniel tobias and claire bartholomew who are amazing um australian duo who write some cracker cracker shows so it's really exciting to be a part of it and i'm the second the second son that there has been so claire was the original and i've taken over from her and <laughs> you have taken on their baby which is very scary but it's great and uh it's it's a big challenge for me. It's mm. um, Musically, it's um, very, very vast. So there's lots of... It's country, there's pop, there's rock. There's a bit of everything. So definitely being challenged mm. and having a great time. <laughs> How do you
0: find um, with the kids' show, having just done one myself, the constant need to be high energy? Otherwise, the kids' Yeah, look, I off. think it's...
1: Um, this one's really different because it is very much a musical mm. um, and it tells a full story of... Um, you know, you get to really understand the sun and her needs. And so I've done other kids shows where it is very high energy. So, and that, that was really difficult, um, keeping it at this really, you know, bright energy the whole show and then doing it three times a day and you know what that's like it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy and you're pretty dead by this you know not even the second show you're like okay i've got another few to go and i'm gonna need some valium or something (laughs) to pump me up but this one is a little different it's a little more special um and really tailored for the actor so yeah I, i enjoy the journey that i get to take every time i do the show
0: Amazing. Yeah. Well that sounds like a lot of fun. So Vivia, yeah. thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Uh guys, make sure you check out her stuff. Uh, you will not be disappointed. It's pretty <laughs> outstanding. And get along to Livstagram, get a ticket before it sells out. Are they on sale yet? They
1: are on they sale. They are on sale, so
0: jump onto that. Um uh, I hope you guys are having an amazing chore session, drive, walk, whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this. And we'll catch you the next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>